it's time to rock out with your talk out. Let's talk about pro wrestling. WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's going to be called down the middle, 50-50. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. In their business life and in their private life. Hello and welcome back to the Yes Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Dustin Kaufman. I'm sorry, what? I'm, I'm okay. I'm being told we have to change the name of the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Yes Talk Sports Entertainment Podcast, the podcast where we talk about pro wrestling. I'm sorry, sports, sports entertainment. Yes, the pro, the podcast where we talk about sports entertainment. Pro Wrestling. Welcome, everybody. I am Dustin Kaufman, coming to you live right here in Kansas City. Um, welcome to the... I'm in the studio, and I want to talk about the new additions to my studio. I got a couple new additions to my studio. I took advantage... Um, one of them, I took advantage of the Black Cyber Black Friday, Cyber Sale, whatever. Uh, I went to Target.com, and I got uh, the four... Horseman Hall of Fame collection, class of 2012 uh, action figure. It's the four packets set, and here it was an awesome deal. I, I want to tell you how awesome of a price I got this for. So usually they're like 50 bucks. Walmart literally at the same time. I don't like to shop there. Any I, everything I've bought from there, I just take back. I hate it. Um, it's terrible. Uh, so, but Walmart had this exact thing on their website for $75. I saw it for $80. Target usually sells it for like $59.99, $49. I got this for $29.99 on sale at Target. The four, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, Tolly Blanchard, the four horsemen, $29.99. Yeah, my holiday gift to myself. And also, I got... Uh, woo, a solo Ric Flair, WrestleMania Heritage, uh, for ages six and up. It's your standard action figure, uh, but I got it for myself because I am older than six years old. And according to the package, I qualify. So yeah, Ric Flair by himself and the four horsemen together. I, there were my, the newest additions to my studio, uh, and, and they fit well. They, they really do. I'm, I'm excited to have them here. I'm gonna my my son. He's like under two. He saw the when I pulled the four horsemen out of the box because grandma came and visited and she brought him like a Ryback and a Jack Swagger. So he had those like action figures. He doesn't know who these are, but he just saw four of these action figures in a box and they're like, oh, they're mine. And I and I literally had to explain to my son who is less than two years old that no, they are my toys. These are mine. He got so upset. And I still, he was like throwing a fit almost. He's like, but I, they're, why, these are mine. These are toys. What? I am a child who receives toys. You never play with my toys. Obviously, you don't like them. Why would you buy toys for yourself? This, that's, and I just had to, he cried it. I had to take them and remove them from the room. I put them in the guest room and shut the door and, until I brought them down to my studio. Um, so yeah, I got in that f little thing with my son. He's like a, a year, uh, and like eight months, right? 
I mean, he's a talker. He knows. He's a fan of wrestling. He's, you know, he says Charlotte and woos, all the good stuff. Um, uh, his favorite wrestler is uh, Seth Rollins, but he's injured. So, and since he got his toys, he really has taken to Ryback and Jack Swagger. I don't know if I want to let him watch Del Rio versus Jack Swagger at TLC because I know Swagger's going to lose, and I know he's going to get beat up by a steel chair. And I just, I don't know if I want to put my little boy through that. I don't I don't know if I want to put... I mean, I want to see it. It's going to be great. I'll probably let him watch. But I, I don't know if I should remove him from the... But he loves... He just wants to see Jack. He'll probably get really excited when Swagger comes out and because he has the toy. That's it. He has the toy, so he see, he's like, oh, my God, I need to get him, like, better toys, I guess. But good for him, you know? So these guys have fans. They're just, you know, one-year-olds. Uh, yeah. So... um. Uh, so WWE, uh, the, is continuing, uh, this week and the WWE will be continuing the holiday tour Saturday to Lewiston, Maine, uh, with just about everybody on the roster. Uh, you got your world champion, Sheamus. That still sounds funny saying that you got your world champion, Sheamus, uh, Roman Reigns, Del Rio, Ambrose, Wyatt, uh, Kevin Owens, Ed Kane is going to be there. Rusev Kane gets a lot of love at the house shows. Like his, the fact that he is a veteran and has done what he does. When you take the stories out of it, when he gets love at the house shows, he's over. He's well received. Um, he's done a lot for the industry. He's done a lot in for the company. You know, for years he's been a he's been solid. Anything they need him to be, he's been solid. Um, yeah. So, and um, Sunday, WWE will be continuing, not the holiday tour, but they will be going on to Boston, Massachusetts for TLC, which we will get into in full details in just a little bit. So stick around. And NXT will be taking its very first European tour where they will visit Scotland, Wales, and many, many, many stops in England, including this coming Wednesday in London, England at the Wembley Arena for NXT TakeOver London. Yes, 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 which will be at 7.30 p.m. if you are in London, England. For me, in Kansas City, here in the States, it will be 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. I'm going to have to quit my job to watch this live, which means I'm going to need a new job. So if anybody has any leads, hit me up. So uh, Beast in the East, live from Japan, 4.30 in the morning, no problem. No problem at all. 3 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon, and now I hear there's a pre-show at 2.30. No! Oh! Now I have at 2.30 now. Ugh. I would normally just take the day off, but I have a brand new baby. We have a brand new baby, just over a month old. Yeah, there's kids all over the place in my house. I have a soundproof box studio. Yeah, I built it myself. We, we bought the house, and I'm like, this section of the basement is perfect. The rest of the, uh, it's so I, built, I put up some walls. Uh, there was a couple there. I put up some walls. I put up uh, some soundproofing drywall and put up the drywall it's acoustically treated i got a fireplace i got the it's it's a studio it's a real studio 
and it's mine and it's soundproof so the kids can cry i don't even give a shit what what i'm down in this i'm in the studio i'm doing my show could you please but i don't it just doesn't you would never know i barely know it just it's good it's a good thing so to so i normally took the you know so uh a new baby just over a month old his name is alfie he's cute but he's just over a month which means i just took an entire week off of work a month ago there are literal two there are literally two ways for me to watch nxt takeover live okay four there are four ways but the first two would be the owners decide to close the business with zero notice or a snowstorm that shuts down the city and it's 50 degrees right now in december there are Two, I guess there, the other two ways would be for me to watch NXT TakeOver Live. The other two ways would be for me to quit my job or watch it on my iPhone 6S Plus. I don't get money for that, uh, but it is a plus, so it's bigger. I watch it on my iPhone at my desk. I have my own desk. I could watch it there at my desk, uh, which would be, let me tell you, uh, that would make for quite the impression on my superiors. Who's up for a race? Well, I don't know. Who just watched three and a half hours of the WWE Network at your work? Yeah, that's me. Where's my promotion? I sure. Okay, yeah, his sales are great. I just watched NXT TakeOver London for uh on my phone in front of you which could happen so i don't know i might have to watch the replay i'm so disappointed this is going to be such a good show i am so excited uh, uh they just built nxt this week was so good nxt this week was so good it was such a good show they build the stories nicely nothing was forced there wasn't like tons of bad promos they weren't pushing people who don't deserve the push who aren't ready for the they build people uh but the show the matches were good they built the stories well um and nothing felt forced it's so natural the fans the live shows the fans there love it i love it it's a great show so nxt takeover uh we're going to get baron corbin who hey, he's a kansas city guy uh versus apollo cruz uh that's gonna be a good match uh i really think that's gonna be a good match i am um, they're probably gonna give it to apollo cruz they're really pushing that guy they're pushing him hard I, they I, they feel baron corbin still is learning which he is which probably anybody in NXT is still learning, but I feel that Apollo has a lot of experience in the Indies. I mean, he's he's been doing this a long time. He knows what he's doing. They see it. He's the fans love him. Uh, this will be a great face versus heel match. Baron Corbin is great as a heel. He is well thought of as a heel and he's starting to earn a more respect i think he's getting better in the ring his matches are getting longer his matches were just like it was like ronda rousey length every time he got in the ring but now they're letting him get in some matches you remember that he his matches used to last less than a minute and he'd always win and now he can like now he just wins sometimes i mean okay the competition the competition level went up he's like in the main He's like wrestling the main guys now. You know, he's been wrestling Rhino, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor. I mean, he's at the top. 
he's one of the top guys in NXT right now. If he is, I mean, Samoa Joe is going to make a great. He's making a great heel. He's he. I like Samoa Joe as a heel right now. I really do. Uh, and it's been a while since I've gotten to see Samoa Joe really be a great heel. Uh, I'm enjoying. It. I'm really. He's gonna. He fits it. It's it's different. Uh, I I really do like Samoa Joe, and I think a heel is a good spot for him right now. I really do. Whether he gets the title or not, people were all excited. Everybody was really excited, but I don't think he was quite um, as received. I mean, okay, he's of course he's well received, and it's Samoa Joe. I know that. I get that. It's Samoa Joe, but I don't think the fans were quite at the next level of yes with that energy behind them. That next, they're definitely behind, they've been behind him, they love, but there is another level of excitement, and I feel that he wasn't quite getting them to, so, but as a heel, he's really well received, and I think this could be a good way to go ahead and push himself up to the next level. I'm excited to see Samoa Joe play out as a heel if they leave him as a heel, which I'm pretty sure they will. Uh, I think they will. They're smart. It's good down there. They're not. They don't. NXT doesn't just start a story and stop it in a week. You know, um, they just. They just don't. They. They don't. If they're in a store, but NXT stories are great. It's hey, I want to fight you. Hey, I want to fight you too. Great, great story. What else do you need? What you got a title? I want it. You got a title. I want to wear a title. You're the champion. I want to be the champion. You are on your way to the main roster. I would like to go. Well, now, I don't know. You know, their champion says, I'm cool right here. I'm still learning right here. Bailey's in no hurry to go to the main roster. I mean, okay, she's still learning, but she's wrestling. She can have matches. She's used well. She's the champion. I'm, there's nothing wrong. And if NXT is, I mean, look, look, they're out on their first European tour. They sell out arenas all over the they're going to be selling out arenas now all over the world, worldwide. They're on the network. They get an hour a week and people are watching it. They're watching that hour a week and more people are watching every time, all the time. So you get Baron Corbin, uh, Emma uh, with Dana Brooke in her corner versus uh, Asuka, which is going to be, that's going to be great. Uh, tri hearing Triple H talk about Asuka on his press conference today, it, it makes me feel like we're real. He sold the match well. He's got me excited. Triple H is saying that we're finally going to get to see Asuka in that position. Um, of, we're finally going to get to see her uh, at 100%. The full go mode. He, he gave Emma a great compliment saying that, you know, uh, that she can go. But just saying that if you think you've seen Asuka, you haven't seen anything yet. Wait till you see her. Like, he knows something we don't know. And I can't wait for it. Uh, NXT Women's Champion Bailey versus Nia Jax. Um, I'm sure we're going to have an Eva Marie show her face uh, in some fashion. Whether well, probably following her to the ring but i don't see i i don't know i don't see if if eva marie didn't win it i'm not seeing nia Jax win it right now not to put them in the same category but they're walking to the ring together right now they have a little thing going i just i i just don't see i mean it could happen if 
if Eva Marie cost Bailey the title, that would be it would but that's not going to happen. We're going to see Bailey win. I don't th- I think we're going to see Bailey hold on to that championship title. She's a great champion. She really is. Um but who knows, man? Maybe having Nia Jax take the title. I mean, that could you would you would continue watching. You'd say, "Okay, she has the title. I need to see Bailey get it back." I need to see Bailey get that title back. Uh, we're also going to have the NXT tag team title match. Uh, Dash and Dawson versus Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy with Carmella. Uh, I love that. They're so energetic. I didn't like them maybe at first. I didn't like uh, Enzo. I thought he would. Like, I, I, he's great. Last night, I think we saw a new side of them. Or on NXT. I think we saw, uh, on this week, we saw a new side of Enzo and Cass on NXT this week. We saw an angry Enzo and Cass. And I, I, I liked it. I really did. I really liked it. Now, I don't know if it's because of the way he looked or the way he carried himself or his side. Just some, he, he made me feel that on the main roster, he... um How... He would be taken as like a Scotty too hottie. They'd want him to do the worm kind of a thing. And that's what I saw the main roster wanting to do with Enzo Amore. And then last night, his promo, his face, he was mad. I felt he was mad. His eye, he sold that. Or he was on a lot of crystal meth. But I don't think that's the case. He was selling their anger. They, they, that was a great promo after their match between Enzo and Cass on NXT this week. Um, really showing um, a growth. Uh, I, I do feel Cassie still needs to open up on the mic a little bit. He needs to just be free. He needs to just rel- and just, just be, man. Be the guy. He, Colin is, he is huge. He is a big guy. He is a big guy. He can wrestle. I think if he can get his promos, his mic skills tightened up uh, just a little bit, I think he could really make quite an impact uh, in NXT or the main roster. Or the main roster. Um, So, yeah, I do. I think we'll see new. uh, I think we could see new tag team champions here. Um, Enzo and Cass, I think they're pretty. I'd like to see him win. That's just me. Maybe Dash and Dawson. I mean, they're pretty big. They do have a good name. And Dash and Dawson, I feel, are they're trying to build them with the titles right now. But I would like to see Enzo and Cass win that. I'm going to go with Enzo and Cass. And Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe. Are we getting the war paint? Are we getting the war paint on NXT? Are we going to get the war paint out of Finn Balor? Are we getting that? Are we getting the war, the face paint, the war paint? The, the, are we... We haven't. I don't think we've seen it since Kevin Owens, right? Uh, which is good. It does make you. I mean, never only on the big events, which is fine. It, I like it. I like that it's not all the time. Uh, it, it can't even just be title matches because he didn't come out wearing it um, w- with uh, Apollo Cruz when their title match, and that had a weird finish too. So I'm expecting, you know, Samoa Joe really took it to the next level. He's really. I mean, he's choked Finn Balor out twice, twice, two times, has just put him out cold two times in two weeks. 
He's letting you know that this is going to be a battle for, for Finn. Samoa Joe is letting you, the audience, know. He's letting Finn Balor know this is not going to be easy. I have already choked you out twice, and now I'm coming for your title. I am Samoa Joe, and that's how I feel now. And I think it's a great, he's, he's selling it wonderfully. Uh, I think we're going to get the war paint. I'm excited. I mean, you would, he still has to do it sometimes. His shirts are based around it. Uh, he's got the, the face paint on all the shirts. I mean, you got to, you can't, you know, or you're going to have to get a lot new, a lot of, you know, you're going to have to get more shirts is all I'm saying. You're just, even just one of the two, one of the two new shirts or more, or put on the, the war paint. Um, NXT is great. Uh, I'm liking the breaking ground show. There is a guy, uh, in breaking ground. Uh, okay. He, so I talked about uh, a gentleman, uh, a few months back named Gazim Salmani. He was, a he's an MMA fighter. Um, a really big guy. When he first got signed, I got into the story. He read a lot about him. I did a big piece on my show. Uh, well, it was long. It was written of just advice to somebody in his standings uh, as the, Al the, Al the Albanian nightmare. Uh, just how how WWE to not to how to not let them turn him into what he shouldn't be. You know, to turn him into a. Uh, Nikolai Volkov, if you will. So it was just a big, long piece, just heartfelt. Like I, this guy seemed like he has a lot of good talent. I saw him fight uh, several, uh, several fights, um, and he ended up listening to the episode and he thanked me for the piece and has actually stayed in touch ever since, which was really cool to like when you're just out here yelling and screaming, and then somebody actually that you're talking about listens. Man, it's. It's cool. It's it. So I stayed in touch, and his name's Gazim Salmani, and uh, I caught you. You caught a glimpse of him on uh, Breaking Ground uh, during the second episode, during the orientation when they're in the room watching TV. And um, you guys might stay tuned, watch, watch the Breaking Ground on the network, and keep your eye out for Gazim Salmani. Uh, you might be seeing him a lot more really soon. And hopefully you'll be seeing him make his way to NXT uh, shortly after that. So uh, the guy is a beast. Gazim Salmani, keep your eye out for him. Definitely, definitely uh, could be a valuable asset to the future. Um, huge guy. Huge, huge guy. Um, and not like steroid. He's just a huge guy. Um, uh, I could see this being, I mean, what I first thought when I read this and I saw him and I saw his side and I saw him fight, I'm like, this guy could be a legitimate opponent for Brock Lesnar in like two years at WrestleMania. This guy right here. Brock Lesnar could put him, he is, keep Gazim Salmani. Look him up. He's there training. Just one of the guys. He's just one of the gentlemen, one of the guys. And of the guys and gals training there at the Performance Center. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing him get uh, built up. So, does uh, W, does a fail, I mean, because, you know, ratings on NXT are just, I imagine there's a lot, they have a very, they're selling out thousands. Everywhere they go, they're, they, you know, they're packing the place. They're selling out countrywide. I'm sure they're going to be selling out worldwide. Uh, it's, it's, they're, they're, they have a very, solid fan base while wwe has a, 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 a is doing the opposite the main roster as they call it 
is doing the opposite of what the uh, of what your training show, if you will. It's which is it's almost turned into more than that, but that's still what it is. I mean, as soon as they need Pete, they're pulling him right out of NXT. But the main show, your main WWE, as NXT rises, WWE falls. They have their ratings are the lowest they've been ever on Raw. Seventeen years, I think. Seventeen years before, uh, it is awful. They are down. They're it is terrible. Their rating. So my question here is: Does a failing WWE product help NXT? Um, does a failing WWE product help NXT as people who are fans of pro wrestling, uh, grow just tired, I guess, beyond tired and just intolerant of Vince McMahon's sports entertainment as somebody, and for people like me who have watched since, uh, for over for 30 years, probably plus I'm 35. I've watched my entire life. I go to house shows. I go to pay-per-views. I travel to other states and cities and get hotel rooms for to go to pay-per-views, to go to house shows. I've driven six hours and got a hotel just to watch a WWE house show before. I have the network. I've bought pay-per-views. I still, I have, I have action, I have, I'm a collector. I love pro wrestling. I was a Hulkamaniac. I love pro wrestling. I have a pro wrestling podcast. My one-year-old is a fan of pro wrestling. So when a pro wrestling fan becomes so intolerant of a sports entertainment, you're not going to stop watching pro wrestling. You're going so you're going to start turning to other areas to get what you want and that is pro wrestling and that is what's happening in in nxt right now that's what's happening in nxt right now the one hour of nxt this week was a hundred was at least a hundred times we'll say okay ten hundred it was better than raw a three hour one hour of nxt was it left me perfect it left me feeling perfect. It, it did. As, as for a pro wrestling show and what I want out of a pro wrestling, it was exciting. It left. I'm, I'm excited for the pay-per-view. I got a few good matches. Nothing was shoved down my throat. Yeah. You know, I will say this. The advantage to watching SmackDown on DVR is uh, you are able to hit stop before you have to watch Roman Reigns versus the League of Nations for the second time in one night. One night. The same show. Not two different shows. The same show. Roman Reigns versus the League of Nations. Two times, one night, same show. Not Monday on Raw, and then for the second time again on SmackDown. No, not even two times on Raw, the three-hour show. Nope, SmackDown, which is only a two-hour show and an hour and 25 minutes fast-forwarding through commercials on your DVR. 
So inside of an hour and 25 minutes, you expect me to watch Roman Reigns versus the League of Nations twice? Twice? After how many times on Raw are they buttle? I, I didn't want, I fast forwarded the entire thing, match just to see because I, for the podcast to see if anything really cool happened. You know what happened? Nothing. Roman Reigns pinned Rusev for the win and the SmackDown was over. How is that going to make me, how is that selling your heavyweight championship match? How is Roman Reigns pinning Rusev, a mid-carder who he's not even in a feud with, who's currently feuding with Ryback, who wasn't in the match, by the way. Uh, How does that sell me on anything? How does Roman Reigns pinning Rusev sell me on the WWE World Heavyweight title match at at TLC Sunday? How? How does it do that? You should have built your heavyweight title match on Raw. It should have been built. You didn't even need Roman Reigns or Sheamus on SmackDown. And you sure didn't need them twice. You didn't need them on SmackDown, and you did not need them twice. You advertised that you're going to have the Intercontinental title contract signing on SmackDown. They advertised that on Raw. Hey, congratulations. Congratulations for promoting something that you're going to put in the middle of a show and have last five minutes. Five minutes. I think WWE has stopped promoting matches in advance for pay-per-views and on Raw and while you're watching a program because they're afraid of the backlash. Because they're afraid people won't tune in because they're creative and the booking is so bad. That or, hey, maybe they don't even know what they're going to do the next week. But promote something. Hey, tomorrow we're going to do this. Tonight, when you start a show, tell me what's going to happen. Tell me what's going to happen. Like, hey, tonight, this match, this guy versus this guy. Oh, perfect. Was that hard? Now I have a promo. All right. Just, hey, tonight, this is going to happen. Oh, cool. Now I have your first match. Tonight on SmackDown, the only thing they advertised was the contract signing. That's what they advertised in advance. Which happened in the middle of the show, lasted two minutes. Covenant Owens wasn't even there for half the time. So, which is. They had a lawyer. Kevin Owens' lawyer came out, and Ambrose couldn't. Look, Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose are great. They're great. They're some of the best in wrestlers and uh, Mike and talkers in the company. They're in a feud together, and you would barely know it because Dean Ambrose is too busy trying to sell Roman Reigns. He's too busy walking behind Roman Reigns without a microphone and just standing there, pantomiming for Roman Reigns. We're. So you, you would barely even know he's in a feud with Kevin Owens. This should be the best feud in the company, and they're not even giving it to us. They're giving us the match. Maybe this is the beginning of the match. Maybe it's a slow build. But these two should be having, these two should be cutting hard promos, big promos. Dean Ambrose came out on Raw. Uh, threw, wait, all right, when Dean Ambrose came out on Raw and spit through his popcorn, and then he spit it through his Coke in Kevin Owens' face, you know the exact words, the exact words my girlfriend said, the exact words out of her mouth, out of her mouth were, what a douchebag. 
Like, what? She goes, yeah, that's what douchey people do. That's really... And she's a fan of Dean Ambrose. And she's just... And she's saying he's douche. She's a fan. You're turning fans away from your faces. Let me ask you this. How many things in the current product are being hurt by WWE insisting, insisting, obsessing, obsessively insisting on pushing Roman Reigns? How many things on the current product are hurt by WWE insisting on pushing Roman Reigns? Ambrose versus Owens are being hurt by WWE pushing Roman Reigns. Dub Ambrose is too busy trying to sell a guy that's uns he's too busy trying to sell a wallet that doesn't open. That's what that's what Ambrose is stuck doing. He's the best salesman, one of the best salesmen in the company. So they're going to they're going to give him a wallet that doesn't open. Well, what good is a wallet if it doesn't open? Well, how can I put my money and my cards and my license in there? I need a wallet to open. No, this doesn't open. So it's a block. No, it's a wallet. Well, can I put things in it? Nope. So it doesn't open. Mm -mm. So it's not a wallet. If it can't open, if it can't open up, it's not a wallet. Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze are now being uh, pushed back because of essentially it, it trickle down. It's gonna. It's a trickle economic, is what it is. It's a trickle down effect. So Ambrose is too busy uh, putting over Roman Reigns to like really build his feud with Kevin Owens properly. Ziggler and Tyler Breeze. All right, on Raw, Ziggler versus Kevin Owens. Tyler Breeze sitting in the VIP section. We give zero confrontation between Breeze and Ziggler. As soon as the match is over, Kevin Owens wins. Ambrose music's come out, and there he comes with his popcorn and his soda. Okay, so now we're not even continuing this feud for no reason. You have Tyler Breeze at ringside with Ziggler. Okay, uh, okay, all right. So, the, okay, right there. Um, here's another thing. Okay, so Ambrose, so then Ambrose has to come out and build his feud with Owens in the middle of somebody else's feud, too. It's too much. They, these could be happening separately. These should not. So the world title. All right. How about another thing that's being hurt by WWE insisting on pushing Roman Reigns is your world title. Your world title is being hurt, which essentially represents the company. So therefore, the company is also being hurt. Raw. Raw is being hurt. The ratings are being hurt. The ending to Raw this week was one of the biggest travesties I've seen on a Monday night. In a long, long, I can't remember the last time I watched Raw and thought to myself, this is horrible. This is, I mean, it was worse than a Miz TV because you would expect Miz TV to be bad. This is the, this is your main event. This is the guy you're trying to make the face of your company. This is the guy you're silencing Dean Ambrose for. Dean Ambrose has not held a microphone Next to Roman Reigns in the ring since this little faction has happened. He stands there, he makes silly faces, and that's it. He's a shadow of Roman Reigns. And they got it backwards. They got it backwards. Raw is being hurt. SmackDown is being hurt because you're starting and ending with 
Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. That's another thing. You you how you're affecting the world title to push you put it on Sheamus be, to protect Roman Reigns. Okay. Okay, the Usos are being hurt because they're too busy playing with walking around with their cousin instead of building a real story with New Day building up to the tag team title match. They're in barely in the picture. We're getting Lucha and New Day every week. Usos are never even hardly around in that anymore. All right? Uh, the Wyatt, is now they have, okay? I, the product. The product. The you, it's the product. That's all I gotta say. The product on insisting. I mean, it is you. I'm so tired of seeing Dean Ambrose walk behind Roman Reigns. I'm tired of it. It's ridiculous. What I saw on it was the worst thing I've ever seen. The promo. Okay, Roman Reigns was bad by himself. Okay, it was horrible. Horrible horrible at first i was like uh this is bad the crowd was empty people left that's not your main event Ugh. people were leaving they left when they knew it was going to happen they left when it was uh when it was happening they were booing them out of the building there's no emotion it's horrible it's scripted uh and if it's if it's not is i can't imagine they're sitting him out there without a script i just can't see that happening He's saying exactly, he's probably rehearsing his lines before he comes out. And he sounds like it. But the problem is he can't act. If that's what he's doing, he needs to stop. He needs to start being real. And if you don't have honest emotions about what's happening with you, if Roman Reigns, if you don't have on, <clears throat> honest emotions about what's going on with you in WWE and the WWE universe. If you don't have emotions about that, go home. And if you do feel something, talk about it. Talk about it. Be real. And, and be look, he dresses like the big boss, man. He still thinks he's in the shield. He has no idea who he is. The music, the entrance, the catchphrases, the moves. He has not evolved a lick. He's they might as well just call him the Shield or the the big boss Samo man. Samoan. The like the, like Siri he's he dresses like the big boss man. Okay. All right. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan stated, you guys ready for this? Daniel Bryan stated that he might be towards the end of his wrestling career with WWE. At a time the, if the man's going to wrestle, hey, look, I don't see how this is even an option. I don't. I really don't see how this is an option. Make him sign a waiver if that's your problem. Make him sign a. Make him sign a. And you want to protect him? Guess what? You can't. You can't unless you're protecting. You ready for this? Roman Reigns. Could WWE just be protect? I mean, look, they will do anything to build and protect Roman Reigns. I think we all know that. They will do anything to protect and push Roman Reigns. So what happens if they bring Daniel Bryan back? The Well, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty with Roman Reigns. So if that's really not on their agenda, then it, I, it's a possibility 
that they're not bringing Daniel Bryan in right now because they're they want to give Roman Reigns a fair chance. But he has failed them. He has shown over and over again that it was too soon. Too soon after WrestleMania. Roman Reigns should have gotten his push at SummerSlam next year. If not WrestleMania the year after that. He was doing fine until he got put back in a world title picture. Until Survivor Series, really. Um, kind of until the tournament. You know, because going into a match with Seth Rollins, hey, Seth Rollins might win this. This isn't a guarantee, but people just aren't ready for Roman. They we went we just went through that at the Royal Rumble. Guess what? That was less than a year ago. WrestleMania, way less than a year ago. Okay, for him going to the to the big show after WrestleMania was perfect, perfect mid card. Let him just go through the roster. Let him go. Let people want to see him. It's too soon. Too soon. You have guys that can do what you need him to do. Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens can do what you need them to do. Hey, look, Del Rio, all right? Del Rio can do what you need Roman Reigns to do right now. Del Rio is a wonderful champion, and he's proved that time and time again. Sheamus is at least a champion, but his character is so flawed for what they need right now. The only good promo I've seen out of Sheamus since he won the title was this week on Raw backstage with Renee Young after like the, the opening segment. That was, he was angry. He was do you you want this? I mean, he was an angry Celtic warrior, not the clown. We're getting the clown. We need the war. It's just we need an a. That's what he should be right now, in my opinion. That's where he should be. Is the feud with Rusev um, doing anything for Ryback? Is the feud for Rusev doing anything for Ryback? Is it helping him at all? It's, it's giving Rusev a chance to build his new TV relationship with Lana, rekindle that, continue their story. I don't feel they're getting hurt at all. But he could do that in a feud with anybody. This week on SmackDown, we had Ryback versus The Ascension. With Rusev at Lana at ringside, and Ryback couldn't uh, even hit Rusev because he protected himself with Lana. And Ryback, being the good guy that he is, isn't going to hit Lana, and they just walked away. Ryback's just left standing there. Ryback has not done much. In fact, he's kind of going down a slope since he lost the title to Kevin Owens. It's kind of just... Step down, step down. Step. I don't know if we're going to see him go back to being a heel, maybe find a tag team again, but I think he's, uh, he's, he'll get, for me, it's okay as a face if you want him as a mid card face. Just please keep him away from like titles in the main event right now. That's, it's just maybe if, if you had a good tag team for him, you know, Rybaxel, I said it before, maybe it's time to bring back Rybaxel. Um, Xavier uh, Wood. So okay, uh, okay. Xavier Woods uh, is Xavier Woods is the new day, like what Eric Rowan is to the Wyatt family, right? He's just the guy that can lose all the time, all the time. Xavier Woods and Eric Rowan are the guys that can lose all the. They're your jobbers for the team. To the company, those are the guys that can lose without making the team look bad. You can always tell who WWE is trying to push by who's getting pinned all the time. 
WWE really believes in Big E and Kofi right now. Xavier Woods is newer, hasn't been there quite as long, hasn't been in the main roster quite as long. He's probably playing the trumpet, you know, the sli- the trombone, playing a sliding trombone. I actually played the sliding trombone in fifth grade. True story. Not very long. Couldn't play it anymore. Probably could never play it then either. Uh, and Eric Rowan, anytime the Wyatt family loses, Eric Rowan's getting pinned. Eric Rowan's getting pinned. He's not going to – I don't see him – I like the mask. I like the character, but why? They need somebody uh, – they need a weak – they need a weak link. They need somebody who can be pinned all the time. But why? Why do you need that in somebody like the Wyatt family? Find more creative ways for them to lose then. Instead of just, you know, find more creative ways for for New Day to lose rather than just having Xavier Woods get pinned all the time or put through a table all the time find a better way for the Wyatts to look bad to look dumb than Eric Rowan because all you're doing is destroying that one character let him lose as a whole and let him do it more creatively than just picking out one person to lose all the time okay let's uh Ziggler this week Dolph Ziggler on Smackdown uh won his rubber match against uh tyler breeze and this match is not booked for tlc all right Dolph ziggler this week on smackdown they have been building this story this has been an actual story this has been one of probably one of the this better feuds going because it's been consistent it's been uh it seems personal They've made it personal. It's been a good story. Um, but so and now it's not booked. We had Tyler Breeze won the first match and then Ziggler won the second. And you would expect you would, just, would assume that they're building this for TLC. But instead, SmackDown, that's and is that where you're going to end this this story? Or are they going to wrestle six more, seven, 10, 15 more times? Are they just going to wrestle every week till WrestleMania? I don't know. Did you guys hear the Ziggler's promo this week on the Raw Fallout? If you guys haven't heard this, I want you to hear this. This is so okay. What we're getting, we get what we get from Dolph Ziggler on TV. I want you to hear this promo he cut um, on uh, the backstage Fallout from WWE. Backstage here at Monday Night Raw with Dolph Ziggler tonight. You requested this matchup. Yeah, yeah, I did. Tom, geez, TP, it's it's really good to see you, man. Um, this is WWE.com. I've had a long career here. I like to think that it was a great career. I like to think that I set an example for kids, for people in the back who, if you if you don't think something is right, if you don't think something is up to par, if you don't think something is up to speed and good enough, that you open your mouth. You insert yourself and you make it better. Every night, every, every night. And what are we going on, 11 years? 11 years of me saying I set the bar, I steal the show, and what has it gotten me? A couple world titles that lasted what? I would say a cup of coffee, but I don't drink it. I would say five, 10 minutes of fun, one rematch, done. And that's the story of my entire career. I scratch, I claw, I earn something that I'm not supposed to have. I do something I wasn't supposed to do. I was told to my face, to my face, that I don't have what it takes to be here. And I earned it. I- You a loser. (laughs) I'd be threatened too. Looks like your little career is about as successful as your comedy show. It's the real joke, pathetic. 
okay, that is what WWE is giving us from Dolph Ziggler on on the website as a backstage exclusive. And why don't we get that on Raw? Where is that for ratings? Where is that Dolph Ziggler? And does that have anything to do with them ending this story on SmackDown? Where Can we get more of that, please? That raw, honest emotion. Everybody, that's what I want to see out of Dolph Ziggler. That kind of energy, honesty, emotion. That's what I want to see. All right. Uh, TLC. All right, let's talk about it. Tables, ladders, chairs this Sunday. And if you're listening to it on Sunday, tables, ladders, and chairs tonight on the WWE Network. Um, All right, so the car, this is what we get. Rusev versus Ryback. We get an eight-man tag team elimination uh, match between uh, Team Extreme and the Wyatt family. Divas, the Divas title match, Charlotte versus Paige. Triple threat tag team ladder match, New Day versus Lucha Dragons versus the Usos, which is, that's going to be a great match. U.S. title match, uh, it's a chairs match with Del Rio versus Swagger. Uh, Intercontinental title, Kevin Owens versus Ambrose. And the TLC match, Sheamus versus Roman Reigns. All right. Rusev versus Ryback. Uh, this is an okay feud. I think they're okay together. Uh, again, I don't think it's doing a lot for Ryback. I think it's definitely doing more for Rusev than Ryback. Even if Ryback wins the match, I just don't think it matters. I, I don't think it matters because all they're doing is pushing Rusev and Lana right now with this match. Um, that's what I see. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Rusev will win probably with the help of Lana. Um, a distraction or something that's been going pretty strong in this. Uh, she's definitely kind of, she's not the dominant speaker leader. She used to be. She is like the, the fiance now she's changed roles a little bit. So we might see her take more of the, um, miss Elizabeth approach, if you will, maybe the, the Sherry, the, the Sherry approach. Uh, this is the sensational one. Scary. Sherry. Uh, just more of a, hey, I'm a woman. Look at me. Don't hit me. Ah, my ankle. You're going to lose now. Like, that's, so, and I think they're, they're gonna, that's what they're building. Maybe if they're not even building Rusev, they're building Lana as that. They're rebuilding the Lana character with Rusev. So, eight-man tag team elimination match. Team Extreme versus Wyatt Family. This is not even going to be close. Uh, Eric Rowan might get defeated, might get pinned, maybe not. This is not going to be close. And we're definitely not going to see Team Extreme versus uh, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt only. That's It's just not going to happen. It's not Team Extreme is going to lose. They're going to lose. Look what Braun Strowman did to Tommy Dreamer on Raw. Two-minute match. Two-minute match, which was essentially your main of That was the last match of Raw. It was a two-minute match. Um it's just not going to be quick. Maybe they'll start building a solo, um, uh, a solo Dudley out of this. Maybe we'll get Bully Ray, that Bully Ray esque character from from Bubba Dudley. Which I don't know. They probably can't call him Bully Ray, but I I wouldn't be opposed. WWE's all anti-bully. That'd be so perfect to have a bully in the anti-bully campaign. I'd love it. I'd love it. 
Uh, so Wyatt will dominate that match. The Divas title match, Charlotte, woo, with the nature dad, Ric Flair, at her side in her corner versus a maybe heel, maybe face page. Um, hey, look, I like a sh- I like the heel Charlotte. I don't mind, especially with Ric Flair. I don't mind. I like seeing Flair there. I like seeing Flair. I like, I don't mind it. Who doesn't like seeing Ric Flair? Um, and it will probably will take, uh, it'll take a little, just a little bit for them to get their chemistry down the on-screen chemistry of being a team, um, with Rick and Charlotte that will take, but versus page, um, and Charlotte's not going to lose the title. Probably again, maybe some outside help from Ric Flair. Um, your Charlotte will leave the champion. Um, Triple threat tag team ladder match. New Day versus Lucha versus Usos. Um, I was definitely thinking that the New Day. In fact, I was completely thinking that we wouldn't see uh, one title change hands here uh, at the whole pay-per-view. Um, mainly with my, my thought on this was New Day and their recent uh, uh, friendship. Their recent friendship with uh, the League of Nations who they definitely are trying to push now. Um, so I was kind of thinking that they would just have everybody keep their titles, the heel. So new day versus Lucha versus Usos. Lucha dragons are over. They're great. I would love to see Lucha dragons get a push with the titles. I'd like to see Kalisto get some gold and Sincar. They can both go They're both. It's uh, I love the team. I love the team. I I'd like to see Lucha dragons win. Probably you have to think it's still probably like gonna be new days just gonna hold on there, but it would be like the opposite like new day versus lucha. Like one's gonna talk like constantly, and the other one's not gonna talk much at all. Kalista can cut some good promos, uh, so can this and Kara. He just doesn't, they haven't pretend. I think, um, and you know, the Usos, you can't all, you can't count the Usos out, but if they're associated with Roman Reigns right now, as closely as they are, they're not winning gold. So, um, mm, Ooh, I really want to see Lucha dragons win, but yeah, I'm going to stay with new day. The U S title chairs match Del Rio versus swagger. Yeah. Your Del Rio is not losing his gold. Del Rio, not losing gold. He's probably going to have to give it back to John Cena, but not losing it. Not losing the gold. Um, the Intercontinental, uh, that's going to be a brutal match. Again, my son's a big Jack Swagger fan because Grandma bought him a Jack Swagger action figure. And Jack, Jack, Jack. It was. Yeah. So uh, that's. I'm, I, I like Del Rio a lot. I really do. Um, I don't like seeing him stand behind Sheamus in the League of Nations saying nothing was standing second fiddle to a world champion, Sheamus. I like seeing that almost as much as I like seeing Ambrose stand behind Roman Reigns with no microphone. That's, it's, I mean, Ambrose and Del Rio are, those guys are good. They're really good. Kevin Owens, too. They're really good. But Del Rio's not losing the title. Kevin Owens versus Ambrose. Uh, Kevin Owens this time. Ambrose may take it in the future, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be Sunday. Or if you're if you're listening to this Sunday, it's not going to be tonight. Um, I just think it's too soon for Kevin Owens to lose the title. I also feel that every single time Kevin Owens holds the Intercontinental Championship belt above his head, that title means a little bit more. Every time Kevin Owens raises that title, that title gets a little bit better, a little bit more meaningful. I think Kevin Owens is doing a great job 
In fact, hey, I went to the the kickoff show for the WWE Holiday Tour here at Kansas City, and after the match, I picked up a Kevin Owens shirt. Yep, I did that. So I'm wearing it. I'm actually wearing that right now. Wearing my Kevin Owens shirt, hanging out with my new uh, Four Horsemen and Ric Flair action figure. The especially the the Ric Flair solo that specifically says six plus on the cover because I am over six years old. Uh, Kevin Owens, man, Ambrose, if they haven't used him yet, if they haven't put, I just, look, I feel like if Ambrose isn't wearing the heavyweight title, he's not, or going for the heavyweight title, the, the world title, then he's not going to wear the intercontinental title right now. He's not going to take it off Kevin Owens. He's just not, not right now anyways. Um, but again, maybe this could f- carry out. Maybe this feud will carry out to Royal Rumble even faster. This they need to carry this feud. If they do Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose in a one-time match with minimal build and hardly any good and like almost zero promos, then they're worse than off than I thought they were. If they don't see the gold in Kevin Owens versus Ambrose and letting that feud go at least for a show or two. If they don't see the value of this feud and what these two guys could bring to the table, if put in a good feud together, if they don't see it, they're worse off than they, I thought they were. Um, all right, so Kevin Owens on that. And then Sheamus versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, again, look, they're not just going to build the League of Nations to destroy the League of Nations. Unless the only reason they put together the League of Nations was just to make it seem like Roman Reigns hurdled an even bigger obstacle, uh, you know, jumped an even bigger hurdle, however you want to say that. Uh, which they probably did, but, or, or, you know, it's a number of things. It's a good way to push all you know, your mid-card international guys who you normally would never do anything um, with. So, um, because they're not Americans. So, uh, League of Nations, I like the new music. I do like the new music. Uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, come on. Ugh. Del Rio... Del Rio and Sheamus should switch titles, first of all. Rusev, fine, fine, okay, fine. That's I like Rusev. Um, and then King Bar- Wade Barrett, I'm just... Oh, man, they have just... I'm uh, You have title, title, flag, and crown and scepter. Like, all right, so... I just don't think Wade Barrett's adding a lot of value to much right now. I don't see that happening. I don't think there's a lot. Sheamus is going to win. League, because of League of Nations, Sheamus is going to win. That's my prediction. Um, the, that's, and that's, that's what I think. That's, that's what I think. All right. So that's, that's, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. I'm done talking to you. I'm done talking to you for this week. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening again to the Yes Talk. Please follow me on Twitter. Please, at the Yes Talk. I'll follow you back. Follow me. I'll follow you back. Find me on iTunes at the Yes Talk. To all the Kaufman guys, all the Kaufman girls, uh, to the Yes Nation. Um, check out all the TLC post show. Uh, I will do all the post show special come out for you. And All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Rock out with your talk out. Peace. Yeah.